0: Let's address a very serious issue, one that has not received the attention it should uh, in the midst of a pandemic. I'm joined by Dr. Nathan Charlton, member of the American Red Cross Scientific Advisory Council, and a medical toxicologist specializing in substance abuse disorders in the University of Virginia Health System. Opioid overdose has been discussed often, but at this time, Dr. Charlton, not much has been said about opioid and, even broader, the issues of opioids and drugs in any form uh, which plague millions of Americans.
1: Yeah, David, you're absolutely right, and thanks for having me. Um, This is a topic that has not gotten the press that I think it deserves, and I really appreciate you bringing it up. You know, as you mentioned, I mean, there's millions of people in the United States that have, you know, a substance use disorder, you know, commonly known as an addiction, and millions more that have used an illicit drug or opioids. Um, I think that, you know, what people don't realize is that in the United States, overdose is the leading cause of accidental death. You know, what that means is that you're more likely to die of an overdose in the U.S. than you are to die of a motor vehicle crash. And as you mentioned, that you know opioids, which are drugs like oxycodone or heroin, are really the leading driver of these overdose deaths.
0: Now, let's look at this wide range uh, when it comes to opioids. We have the importing of other. Uh, things like fentanyl we have the issues the mental and addiction issues all combined and we have Americans who cannot go and get the help Uh, it's as simple as I've heard from some that you can't have a meeting you know you can't get together and continue the discussion as you try to recover Uh, that we have the medical access being shut down the access to counseling you know, when you take a look at that and, and it is certainly underreported. I, I've, I've done the research to what extent I could to try and find how this is being addressed, but I don't see it. What kind of danger does that what I've just, what I've just described and more, uh, what kind of danger is that to the population going forward? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, you've really summed it up, and, you know, I'm sure you've seen the reports of, you know, in, in 2019, the numbers aren't out for 2020 yet, but the 2019, there were 70,000 or just over 70,000 overdose deaths. Uh, about 50,000 of those were opioid deaths. Um, you know, in the period from, you know, May 19 to um, May 2020 were 81,000 deaths, so the highest ever reported, and we're certainly expecting the numbers for 2020 to be, you know, higher than 2019 um, and then you mentioned access to healthcare, care, right? Um, and so, you know, during this pandemic, it has been harder to get into hospitals, clinics, uh, treatment. Um, you know, I run a, a, a work with a, a clinic and we do telemedicine. But even with that, I don't think we're able to reach the same numbers of people that we probably did before the pandemic. And so, you know, like what you said, you know, sort of social isolation from the, the pandemic, you know, there's been an increase in unemployment sort of overall, you know, gloom and despair that the virus has brought and coupled, coupled with, you know, a decreased access to to healthcare, substance abuse treatment. And you even briefly mentioned sort of the fentanyl and these super potent opioids and potent fentanyls that are, you know, generally in uh, the population now, those are, yeah, huge risk of overdose right now.
0: We need solutions, obviously, and that's what I like to go to. Now, the Red Cross has a first aid course for anyone that can t- that wants to take it for opioid overdoses it's an online course it helps you identify there's a cpr component what to do you know how to recognize and then how to deal with it uh, you work with a center there are many around this country that i've talked to who would like to go back to the work they're doing be they medical practitioners you know therapists uh addiction specialists or otherwise so what in the midst of this, what are some of the things we can do? Telemedicine, as you said, is a contact point, but that face-to-face can bring you so much more, and it doesn't exist, or it certainly it has been diminished greatly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, face-to-face has been diminished. I mean, certainly see a huge value in face-to-face. I'm you know, not sure I'm... Um, uh, you know, uh, up-to-date enough or informed enough to sort of com- comment on the politics of opening clinics and things like that. But, you know, you speak of the Red Cross and things that, you know, everybody can do in order to uh, help save a life. And, you know, I work in emergency medicine, toxicology, work in substance use. And, you know, I see all the time where You know, somebody without medical knowledge who just took a course and has access to this life-saving medication called naloxone, administers this naloxone to a friend, to a loved one, and saves their life. And so, you know, you can get online, you can take a course online that's going to teach you what opioids are, um, how to recognize a potential opioid overdose, how to treat an opioid overdose. And, you know, again, if you then learn how to use this medication called naloxone, which these courses will teach you how to do and gain access to this medication, which pretty much anyone can do these days, Um, yeah, everybody can learn to save a life. You don't need a specific medical background to do so.
0: You know, I know our focus here was to talk about opioids, but drugs, uh, unfortunately, are not, and I think most often, not a standalone use or standalone issue and whether legal something like alcohol or other uh controlled substances uh you know this is a much bigger problem than i think we've paid attention to and that should concern us as a country it affects our families our lives obviously uh communities companies it's not something isolated to the person who's dealing with the problem
1: no absolutely um and uh, yeah i think sometimes we often, you know, live in a void and and we think this isn't the problem that is going to affect us. I mean, I I think it's well documented now that, you know, mental health problems have increased during COVID. Substance use problems have increased during COVID. And again, like we said before, you know, at least 20 million Americans have a substance use disorder. Um, But, you know, like we said, you, you know, this is a, a, thing that can affect anybody. I mean it's not just sort of what you maybe classically think of, of you know some heroin user on the street, you know, as far as opioids go, that, you know, maybe people were exposed to these during a surgery or maybe a broken bone and you know ended up addicted to opioids. Um, and so this could be, you know, a family member, a neighbor, you know, a, a coworker like you mentioned. Um, it's extremely likely that that, you know, one of us is going to run into somebody with a substance use problem. And, and, you know, we could hopefully get people help with that. And if we run
0: into an overdose, then, you know, potentially, you know, save a life. Yeah. And uh, that is uh, hopefully what we'll do here by just getting that information out. Also, uh, you know, the online course that the Red Cross has uh, is a great course to take. Uh, you know, being aware uh, we don't have to be experts, we just have to be aware. That seems to be a lot of this, and that's, I think, all we can ask people to do from a, at least the initial point, to just be aware of what's going on in your family, with your kids for that matter. Uh, it's not just adults, but be aware of children. Uh, over the years uh, in the call it the world of youth they've been very creative uh cheese was once a way to mix black tar heroin with cheese put it under your fingernails and suck on it in class i mean i've dealt with these things for decades and the creativity in using a drug uh is it's well it's widespread Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, we, you know, we keep saying widespread and we mentioned the term, you know, or the the number 20 million Americans, but that's about one in 12. And maybe that, you know, boils it down, you know, a little bit more simply. I mean, one in 12 Americans have a problem with addiction. And so, yeah, you're going to run into, to somebody with an addiction. Um, It's something that absolutely should not be stigmatized. I mean, you know, we all have problems in life, right? Um, And people have hurt and pain. And unfortunately, some people, you know, do turn to drugs to sort of blunt that pain, but, you know, offering our compassion, offering our awareness, and offering treatment, just like anyone else with an illness, is is really what we need to do.
0: Dr. Nathan Charlton, member of the American Red Cross Scientific Advisory Council, a medical toxicologist specializing in substance abuse disorders at the University of Virginia Health System. Dr. Charlton, thank you. This is good information, valuable information, and I hope everyone's paying close attention to just what's around them.
1: David, thank you so much for getting the word
0: out, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. Quick break, 866-95-PATRIOT. I'll be right back.